Welcome to episode two of the Aggie Athletics Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Streitz. Later in today's show, we'll introduce our first guest of this podcast, Isaac Schmidt, a senior three-sport athlete. So be sure to stick around for the entire show. Okay, we're going to start this podcast off with a weekend sports roundup. Uh, our boys' hockey team, one and one. A roundup. Oh, a roundup, yeah. We got some sound effects. Bit of clarification, I'm not in charge of the sound effects, but uh, we'll take them as they come. Our boys' hockey team co-op uh, defeated uh, Somerset, Wisconsin, 3-2 to two on Saturday. They're currently one and one. We have six boys in the co-op that is run by St. Paul Academy. Our girls' hockey team is off to a fantastic start at 7-2. and two. Saturday, they beat Wyndham 9-2. We have three girls in the co-op, along with our own Dan Bethune, who is the head coach of the co-op, headed by Minnehaha Academy. Our Alpine Ski Co-op is headed by St. Croix Prep, and they will begin competition very soon. We have another co-op. Our boys' swimming team is a co-op with De La Salle and St. Anthony, and they will begin competition next week. Our girls' basketball program has a record number 34 girls out for it, and we now are three levels. While they are off to a rough start at 0-3, there's a great deal of positive energy flowing through the program. You can see them improving every day. The, the boys' basketball team opens tonight against Chisago Lakes High School under new coach Chris Pierce. Our wrestling team opens this weekend with three or this week with three meets. Uh, they're at Highland Park on Wednesday, Spectrum on Thursday, and we host a big invitational Saturday at 10 a.m. Champlain Park, Cannon Falls, and Norwood Young America will join the Aggies here on Saturday. Make sure you visit AggieAthletics.org where you can find all our schedules, links to away venues, uh, whether the game is live stream or not, and now because of COVID-19, any special COVID spectator policies at the away schools. our roundup here in Frogtown, not farm town but uh anyways our next segment we're going to uh, introduce some random did you know facts um from maggie athletics some yesteryear mike i don't have sound effects for this well i just i don't know is there a history sound effect i don't know we'll, <laughs> no, we'll come up with it. it's a show in progress you know <laughs> our goal is to get better every day too so uh, first off, it's good to know that somebody is actually listening to the show. Uh, last week, as I talked about you know, a swimmer making the state tournament, um, I was reminded that uh, swimming also has a diving component. And that uh, in 2005 and 2006, Becca Moose represented the Aggies in the state tournament as a diver. Great school! There's a sound effect. There we go. <laughs> Random fact. Perfect. Uh, uh, also, congratulations to Anna Wilgenbush, class of 2018, on qualifying for the national or the NCAA Division Three Cross Country National Championships. She is currently the University of Dallas's first ever NCAA All American in cross country. She finished 34th out of 300 runners at the national championships. You like that? You like that? Little known fact that we had a. Uh, we had a, a student from yesteryear that played eight, leads, eight years of Major League Baseball. That was Larry Rosenthal. He was discovered uh, by the Chicago White Sox while playing for the St. Paul Saints way back in 1936. 
You like that? You like that? He went on to play for the White Sox, Cleveland Indians, the New York Yankees, and finally uh, the Philadelphia Athletics. Well, in 1944, the Yankees were, were hosting Philadelphia in a doubleheader. After game one, Rosenthal was traded to Philadelphia, and in game two, he had a game-winning three-run homer that sunk his former team. You like that? You like that? Lastly, something a little more recent. Did you know that St. Agnes had two football players that helped their teams to national championships? That's what we did when we found out they won, yes. Uh, (laughs) Justin Claiborne, the class of 2007, helped the University of Minnesota Duluth Bulldogs to two NCAA Division II national championships in 2008 and 2010. And we had defensive tackle Levon Perry. Levon Perry from the class of 2009 was a three-time national champion at North Dakota State University in 2011, 2012, and 2013. You like that? You like that? We like that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's our producer, Neil Abbott, who's helping us there. So, uh, Oh, man. Mike, I listened to the first episode, and I sounded like such a dork. <laughs> well, I think we both did. <laughs> You're the pro. I was like, it sounded like I was, I had never played sports before in my life. And I swear to you people listening, I was an athlete at one point. Maybe not anymore. Now I just lift the toddler around, you know, but. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully he's going to play baseball. I saw the baseball mid on your, on your. Absolutely. Desk, so. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's introduce our first ever guest here on the show. Isaac Schmidt. Um, Isaac, um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. First, uh, you're a senior, and uh, let's start off with what sports you play. All right, yeah. Like you said, I'm a senior. I play football, wrestling, and baseball for St. Agnes. Now, Isaac has had uh, quite a St. Agnes career. He's had uh, success on and off the field, but um, it also came with some adversity. He had several injuries, and I'm going to let him uh, describe the injuries he's had over the last so many years and uh, how we dealt with that and, and how we overcame those. All right, uh, so my eighth grade summer, leading into my freshman year, I broke a vertebrae in my back, so then I missed all of my football freshman season of football and the beginning part of wrestling. And then got healthy, was able to play baseball. And then sophomore year, I broke my ribs late in the football season, which uh, prevented me from wrestling, so I missed the first half of wrestling again. Uh, and then junior year, I broke my foot, second game of the season, during football against Patrick Henry. Uh, so I missed all the rest of the football season and all of wrestling, but made it back just in time for uh, baseball. You broke your back? Yes. Well, <laughs> a little bit, but. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, I'm so I'm moving up to South St. Paul, so I spent the weekend lifting things. What does that feel like? I've never broken anything. Is it hurt? <laughs> yes, yes. Very sore. Um a couple of other people actually from St. Agnes have had the similar thing. But, um, yeah, it, it was a stress fracture, so it happened just over time. And then I think, I think one thing just sent it, and then it just was broken from there. Well, some of the doctors have told us that it's, it's a more common injury among high school <clears throat> athletes now. As, um, you can imagine that the technology with MRIs and all those things are, are just so much better that they discover these things that probably over the – in the old days, we would call them that. Uh, several are several people dealt with this injury, but now technology can read it and identify it, so we can make sure that our kids are healthy. 
Um, how did you handle sitting on the sidelines and watching? Um, it was definitely tough. I think as I got injured more, I learned how to deal with it better just from learning what I did wrong in the past. Um, but the biggest thing is I grew an appreciation for the sport and for what I had and what I was given. Um, yeah, it made me realize just how how much fun sports are. and um, But outside of that, how much I have and my overall health in general has is has been has been phenomenal so just seeing what i've been given um watching from the sidelines did that um now it's kind of a role as a coach you see the game as a coach does um did that help you when you returned to the field yeah i definitely i saw the game from a different perspective um yeah not just as a player but as a now you know why we were yelling at you all the time. Exactly, okay. exactly. <laughs> what was the what was the recovery like? I mean, did you have to go through a lot of physical therapy for the, each of those injuries, or how? What was that like? Yeah, so I had to go physical therapy for all of them. Um, definitely, the foot was the longest, just because it was surgery. I had uh, pins put in my foot, and then just relearning not to walk, but relearning to use my foot normally. So. <laughs> Yeah. Got to have that big toe. Exactly. <laughs> All right. What have, what have you learned from athletics that will help you in life? Uh, the, the importance of work ethic is the biggest thing I've learned. Um, staying dedicated uh, and then finishing, finishing the task at hand, whether it's finishing a game, finishing a close game, or um, it correlates to life, finishing, finishing the job, getting work done. All right. Uh, how does your faith interject or help you in athletics? Um, yeah, so winning or losing, life is it's, there's more to life than just sports. And the brother, the brotherhood that I saw form between sports, that's that's where I saw the Lord work. Is on a day to day basis, the relationships I built, the memories I've made with amazing guys. That's that's where I see the Lord every day. That's so great to hear. I so I come from um, Southeast Minnesota public school systems. I don't hear that perspective very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's so great to see. What what is the? I, I mean, are these the same? You know, the guys that are on the team. I mean, are we? Are you guys? Is prayer um, something that happens before games and 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 practices and those kinds of things? What's that like here at Saint Agnes? How is that? Uh, how is Saint Agnes and this community? played an impact played a role in, in, in sport for you yeah well we we definitely pray before every game i think the biggest instance i see is is through andrew monnell um with his with his cancer uh that that brought us together as a football team just because he had such a big impact on my whole grade he he was a phenomenal senior when we were sophomores um and seeing that and watch him battle brought us together and brought us closer to the lord definitely all right. Well, I can tell you this, that <clears throat> when I meet with alums and, and uh, former athletes that we talk about, uh, yes, we've had some, some fantastic seasons, we've had some mediocre seasons, but all of them talk about the path or the journey we had during the season. Those are the things that stick out. You know, when you get together, yet, we can talk about a championship, but really it was what happened along the way. And those are where the great stories are. When when we bring somebody back for a Hall of Fame induction, they're just they're all full of those stories, and they're just great to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, what does an Aggie mean to you? That can be you define it. 
All right, I I see it as um, continuing just the rich tradition of what I see as a, as a loving community. Um, it's it's different from what I see at other schools. The support, just supporting classmates and their goals. Um, I just see a see a family at St. Agnes, and that's the biggest thing of being an Aggie is just being part of the Aggie family. Yeah, we're certainly a, a very close knit community. Yes, totally. Um, let's go your your top three sports moments, or if you got four, go ahead and blurt them out. But some of your top sport moments uh, while while at St. Agnes, only three, <laughs> okay. only three. Okay, um, so first one is junior year baseball. We beat. Well, we just go on an absolute tear at the end of the season. I don't remember the stats, but we. I don't know. We just played phenomenal baseball at the end of the season, and then. Um, Working our way through playoffs and then beating St. Croix Prep again to go to state was just, I just remember that being amazing. Um, and then senior year football, I have two for that one. First one was um, was homecoming against Breck when it was just the atmosphere was insane. I felt like there's so much riding on that. Um, and then a tight game, obviously, one in the final final two minutes. And then similar to that is, is against De La Salle, just it's always exciting facing a bigger school. Um, yeah, we haven't played De La Salle. I don't remember us ever playing De La Salle. But um, beating them in the final final two minutes again was huge when it was downpouring. And, yeah, just facing adversity through that. All right. I would have thought, um, what year were you? Were you a freshman or a sophomore when you pitched against Osseo? Freshman. 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 So the Aggies had a, <clears throat> a baseball doubleheader. You know, it's getting towards the end of the season. We got to get a lot of games in. We went out to Heritage, Heritage Christian Academy and played uh, a game at 4 o'clock and beat them. And then we drove from Maple Grove over to Osseo to play uh, a 4A school, Osseo, who was coached by one of my former players. And uh, he just got the job. And I said, yeah, we'll play him. And I had this freshman pitcher named Isaac Schmidt. <laughs> We went out. It was a steady drizzle the entire game. Yep. Isaac, uh, he dug down deep, and uh, unfortunately, we lost the game 1-0 in the bottom bottom of the seventh inning. And, uh, I think it was one, one of only two hits in the game, I think, uh, and it was a home run. But uh, a gutsy, gutsy effort by that freshman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was a, it was an awesome game. So while it ended in a bad moment, it was, I, I would think it was a, one of your top moments. Yeah, that was a ton of fun, and that was – that was playing with a lot of the seniors, and that was senior leadership, I think, shown on full display. Because them, them giving, well, putting their trust in me, but also giving me confidence, and they're them leading through that. That's 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 pretty great. Uh, you know, two hits. <laughs> when I, I the last year I played baseball was eighth grade, and that we didn't have very many pitchers on our team, and so they kept throwing me out there, and all I had was a fastball, and it was like five miles an hour i swear it was not a good fastball <laughs> and i got absolutely destroyed <laughs> so i have great admiration for anyone who can throw a fastball faster than five miles an hour and can give up you know that, that few of hits that's incredible to me <laughs> again i'm apparently i'm not an athlete i'm just <laughs> well one of the things i can tell you about isaac is uh, and, and why i wanted to have him i wanted to have him on this show is um He's a leader, but he's, he's a very humble person, and he leads by example. 
you know, you're not going to see him out there doing any excessive celebrations. Um, he just goes out, does his business, and he's a great mentor and a great teammate for every team he's on. And and hopefully he'll he'll gain a berth in the state wrestling tournament now that he can have a full season. <laughs> That's um, yeah, we were talking the other day, and I said, um, you know, maybe we can talk about some of your coaches since you've really had three coaches here. And the first thing he said was, uh, they're all bald white guys. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, one's bearded though. But uh, um, so I'm gonna, we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up a little bit with Isaac telling uh, telling us about how his coaches have uh, how they've helped shape him, or you know what they do for him. So. All right. Um, yeah. So, I see. I see my three coaches: um, Coach Flood, Coach Audie, and Coach Streitz as as mentors in my life, um, as phenomenal coaches, but also giving me so much advice outside of sports, showing that life is bigger than sports. Um, they've put in countless hours of help, answering countless questions amongst the team. Um, and then I see them as as role models that I can talk to. Um, if I have questions, whether it's through sports or if it's just life in general, um, yeah, I they, yeah, I don't know. There's not. Well, I know that you know all all three of us have uh, we had to help Isaac down off the ledge when he couldn't play, mm-hmm. um, and he had to draw support from you know family, friends, all those type of things, and 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 our coaches, and that's one of the unique things of of our coaches here at Saint Agnes is that uh, they care about the people, and it's not about what you can do for me on the field is what can we do for you? And, and um, whether you're on the sideline or you're on the, you're on the field, um, you're, you're as big a part of the team as anybody. So, yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, thanks Isaac. Um, being our first guest and um, there we Thank go. And good, yeah, good job. Uh, this will wrap up today's podcast. In our next episode, ep- episode, <laughs> episode, I saw you getting ready with the sound effects, and I didn't know what to expect, so I was ready. On our next episode, we will have senior Peyton Adams, who will discuss her quest to make the Olympic team in Taekwondo. Thanks for joining us, and be sure to send any ideas for future podcasts to the athletic department. <laughs>